0: Not afraid to tell it like it is. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon till 3 on AM 900 CHML. All right, it never ends. It never stops. It's the ongoing LRT debate. Hamilton will lose $1 billion in provincial cash uh, to another, uh, another community uh for, that was of course promised here for lrt if council decides they do not want the project that's what mpp ted mcmeekin said let's find out exactly what he did say and bring in fred mayor, uh, mayor fred eisenberger city of hamilton and he is with us now hello mayor fred how are you today
1: I am uh, great, uh, Scott. Thank you.
0: Thank you very much for taking the time to join us. We always appreciate it when you are on the show. Has uh, MPP Ted McMeekin added clarity to this for council
1: and the uh, city? Well, of Hamilton? this is not a new message, but uh, kind of reconfirmed once again that this is not, uh, you know, a billion dollars earmarked for Hamilton to do whatever it wants to do. This is a, a this is a MetroLink's funding for transit that uh, has been identified to, uh, to do a project that uh, we asked for uh, very directly uh, so many, many months ago, uh, you know, almost a year ago now, uh, you know, and, and, and in many you know, iterations over the last 10 years, we've been suggesting that LRT ought to be part of the financial uh, contribution from the province of Ontario. So we've asked for this. Uh, the province of Ontario has delivered it. We are, we are talking about not just an LRT line, but the entire BLAST network. And I think people need to understand this is not just a a one line down the, down the road. We're looking for the whole package of expansion through different areas of our city as well. And that uh, is funding that is yet to be realized, but I think is in the offing. So yeah, I think it's a, it's a clear message from the, uh, the person that's closest to the premier that says, uh, you know, this is not uh, money you can decide to do with what you will. It's for LRT funding. It's for the funding that you ask for. If you uh, you know, don't want to go there, then uh, you really basically uh, start all over again. And uh, you know, bring another plan, but you're back into the bottom of the list in terms of the funding
0: queue. Uh, playing devil's advocate here, Mayor. Uh, didn't the premier say before the election that it was up to Hamilton to choose how they wanted to use this? And did she not say LRT or BRT? Although I understand the BRT sum was a lot less than for LRT.
1: Um, you know what? I, I mean, I think I think they caught the premier on an off day. I mean, I can't you, you can't expect the premier to know uh, you know every nuance of every project in every part of the province. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that uh, those statements have since been clarified by the uh, by the Minister of Transport and by Ted McMeekin, our local minister, who is the uh, who is the uh, Parliamentary Assistant to the Premier. I think he speaks on the Premier's behalf. He said this before, and he's reiterating that again. So, I mean, I think uh, you know this this is the clear message that uh, I think people need to understand and appreciate that this is not something that uh, we can just jockey around and. Manipulate to uh, to our own greater end, and you know what? So for those for the folks that argue that you know there's other infrastructure that needs resources, of course there is. Uh, that's the same, uh, and that's the same. The same truth rely you know is in Kitchener-Waterloo as it is in Ottawa as it is in Toronto, and all of them are pursuing uh, significant light rail transit projects to the betterment of their community. Uh, and it's transit funding. It is not road funding. It is not. Uh, you know water and wastewater funding it's transit funding, and that you know for those that suggest that you know we could peel off six hundred million dollars for uh for a lesser transit you know operation and then uh, use the rest of the money for- transporta- or for uh, for road repairs uh that's just not the way this funding works, and I think most people that are you know making issue with this understand that.
0: Uh, one councillor has suggested that since there is an election coming in the, in, the fu- in the future, that somehow there is leverage there, that we can leverage this into some other sort of project. What's your comment on that?
1: Uh, that, that is really starting to play some partisan politics here. Uh, you know, that, that's, that's going to hang in your head on some other party. Coming into power, that might have a different message. Uh, so far as I uh, as I've understood it, uh, Mr. Brown, who I think this council is advocating on behalf, has said quite clearly that he would honor the wishes of the municipality. So LRT has been our focus. Uh, that is what we asked the Province of Ontario to provide. Uh, they have provided, and uh, you know, um, until we're told otherwise by this council. Uh, then uh, we are going to continue to proceed towards implementing LRT. Having said that, uh, you know there are some talking about uh, you know referendums, and I think that's uh, that's kind of a, a cute way of getting around having to take responsibility on a straight up uh, uh, vote on this issue, and uh, you know trying to make make democracy the issue as if this hasn't been discussed in the broader community for for the better part of ten years. So uh, you know I'm uh, I'm I'm really kind of. You know, surprised that we're still sabotaging ourselves uh, with a a billion-dollar investment that uh, many of the same people that you just talked about said only a fool would uh, turn down a billion-dollar investment in their community. And uh, some other council have said, uh, you know, this project is done, let's just get on with it, and now have, uh, you know, morphed into a different tune.
0: Uh, and I should also add that Patrick Brown did say on this show that he would honor uh, any of those commitments that were made by uh, previous governments in relation to LRT. Uh, what is it about 11th hour in this city, Mayor, that this, this stuff seems to happen? What, we get cold feet. Why is that? Is it, is, it, is it partially council's responsibility for not helping people, making people feel more at ease, or is, is it just losing to the power of lobbyists?
1: Uh, look, I mean, I I, uh, I can't speak for uh, you know individual counselors out there and what they're uh, what they're experiencing. I, I this, these are the kinds of projects that require leadership. You know, it requires someone that understands all the variables of the information that we've been given, and you know, all all members of council have been fully informed on all of the uh, all of the issues around uh, LRT and the, and the benefits of LRT. Uh, that those that kind of information we could never provide to the public at large to the fullness of what uh, members of council have and they need to uh, look after the best interest of the community as a whole so retrenching into partisan politics and you know saying things like uh, you know residents in my ward don't support it or you know folks in uh, you know in my uh, my particular geographic area may not uh, be particularly fond or won't get benefit from this Uh, this is a project that everyone in our entire city gets benefit from you know the uh, the growth that will come as a result of the, uh, the economic uplift that, that comes as a result of an LRT line in the lower city uh, is going to generate more tax dollars, which is to the, the greater benefit of our entire city. Uh, the BLAST network that we're all advancing and looking for, to forward to fulfilling uh, will expand our transit system throughout the entirety of our city, from the, the mountain to you know Waterdown to Stony Creek to, uh, to Ancaster. Uh, all of those areas will get better service as we evolve our BLAST network. So, You know what? You tell me why. Uh, We see a retrenching now and some jockeying and gamesmanship going on as a result of LRT other than We've got some uh, nervous Nellies that uh, you know apparently uh, you know aren't prepared to show the kind of leadership that this kind of project needs. You know,
0: I I can, I can totally understand the nervous Nellie statement. Um, what what about those that say there's a lack of information? We just don't know. We just don't know the ridership. We just don't know this. We don't know that. I mean, how do you balance predicting the future with the information we do have?
1: <laughs> well, so so like like most major projects that we do, you know, and I think of. You know what? Have we, what have we done in the past? Uh, you know, major roadworks, the expressway. We had no idea what the economic uptake was going to be as a result of the expressway. There was an expectation that there would be significant development uh, in and around uh, some of the some of the uh, devel- development areas uh, around the expressway, and, and that in fact has happened. So there was no written guarantee ahead of time that this was going to occur as a result of your work. But there are, you know, best. Best reasonable uh, estimates of what experiences other communities have had, what other other transit lines have been able to do in terms of ridership uptake. Uh, that's information that's readily available out there, and all of it shows that uh, that there is significant ridership uptake when you do an LRT, and that there's an economic development uplift that comes with the LRT investment that is also significant and not to be uh, not to be uh, you know. Uh, 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 Set aside. So, if you look at Kitchener Waterloo right now, uh, Scott, uh, they're they're closing on the end of their development of that project, and they uh, they have have already seen uh, significant uh, investments happening, buildings go up as a result of the LRT that isn't yet even open, and uh, that is quantifiable, and that is information that uh, people can easily see and and be aware of and uh... you know it's real it's not imaginary this is uh... this is real economic uplift that uh, on existing infrastructure that is to the greater benefit of our entire community.
0: It's. I find it fascinating when people say we don't need this now and we'll revisit it in five or ten years. Any Anybody who grew up in southern Ontario or has grown up in southern Ontario over the last 10, 20, 30 years mm-hmm. and, and especially travels regularly to the greater Toronto Hamilton area or through the greater Toronto Hamilton area, specifically towards Toronto, knows where and what direction it's going in and the lack of, of, of public transportation there has been. Do you think we can get ahead of this curve? I, I, I know that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to get ahead of the curve here, but how right. do you make people realize that by the time this thing's built, we're in a different world?
1: Yeah, I mean, we're, we're talking 10 years down the road. We're talking uh, at a time when we will we'll already have an expanded GO service in Hamilton. Uh, you know that the Centennial Parkway, uh, you know additional GO train location uh, was part of the 1.2 billion dollar funding envelope for this uh public transportation initiative. They're going to start that in uh, 2017 and 2018 and finish in 2019. Uh those are those are important investments and you want to interconnect that as much as humanly possible with a with a uh a, a similar kind of rail transit system that kind of integrates our integrated transportation system through the greater Toronto and Hamilton area. So uh and you know what they, they we have lots of people that say you should be aligning your your funding requests with the kind of funding that the province and the federal government is uh, now advocating for and, mm. and actually funding. And in reality they are focused on both levels of government on transit yeah. investments. I mean anyone that doesn't understand and see that is uh, is living in a different world than I'm living in. Uh they're making massive investments in transit in Toronto. Uh, making massive investments in GO Transit throughout the quarter, and ultimately heading all the way to Niagara, including uh, heading over to Kitchener-Waterloo. Uh, the federal government has already made statements that uh, one of their top priorities issues is going to be transit funding you know, across the country, and so we need to take advantage of what that alignment means for us, and not trying to buck the trend and say, well, you know what, even though you're investing in transit, we're we're going to focus on on other areas then you can pretty much predict that the funding isn't going to flow to hell. Oh, yeah, good so point. Let's align ourselves. Let's make sure that we're tapping into the resources that are available to us out there, and let's begin to work on a system that, uh, that we can then expand into the future that will benefit the entire city.
0: Uh, we've got uh, about two minutes left. What do you say to the average Hamiltonian who may be having a problem with this, who doesn't get it, who doesn't who doesn't see the vision that you see? What what do you say to them?
1: Uh, you know what I mean. I, I would say that there is a there's a there's a rationale to uh, to all of this. This is a this is a visionary project that uh, is 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 not going to turn the city of Hamilton upside down, but is going to have a transformative effect, and certainly in the lower city, that uh, will provide a many more public transportation options for people that uh, may or may not own a car into the future. And it really is getting out of ahead of congestion issues that uh, are coming our way. And you don't have to travel far, as you pointed out, to, to go through to Toronto or try and get to Niagara these days. Uh, the roads are seeing congestion. We're going we're gonna to be suffering from that as well 10 years down the road and we can get out ahead of this problem sooner rather than later so that 10 years from now we have a system in place to address those issues. Uh, let's not make the same mistake that Toronto made where they didn't invest in their transit system for about 40 years, and now they're left with a massive transit problem that uh, is going to take an enormous amount of money to, to help resolve, if they ever can get on top of resolving that with the capacity they, ha- they have. So we have an opportunity to actually forward-think this thing be, uh, be uh, uh, progressive and uh, be aggressive about not having the same problems and finding solutions today that will benefit us tomorrow.
0: Mayor Fred Eisenberger has been with the City of Hamilton, LRT Cash, of course, is for the LRT. Mayor, as always, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. Good luck.
1: Thank you, Scott.